Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Friday. It is June 18th. Sorry I missed you yesterday, guys, but uh, but had to uh, go to an appointment yesterday morning, so missed out yesterday. But hey, Wednesday, guess what? We celebrated Charlie's birthday, and if you're on Facebook with us, you know uh, the party that we had uh, to celebrate Charlie's eighth birthday. Charlie, our official greeter, so she was excited to be here and uh, be able to get a little uh, a little excitement, a few presents. So, but with that, uh, let's move on with uh, what we need to talk about today. Yesterday was a mixed bag. The question is, what's going to happen today, and what's happening in the overall marketplace as the Fed kind of hit the rubber ticket circuit this last uh, couple of days and. There's some interesting things coming out that we want to talk about uh, coming up next, as well as commodity prices and what they're doing. Uh, so look, folks, all of that plays into the fact that if you don't know how much risk you have in your current portfolio, that could be problematic as we continue to see that we might be heading into a slight correction mode here. So give us a call at 863-382-0037. One oh five point seven light FM. That'd be poison there. It's uh, eight thirty nine twenty one here before nine. And it's time to check in on your money and uh, see what's happening on Wall Street after yesterday. I can't tell you. I got a pile of good news. Let's get together with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services, who is with us today. Philip, good morning. How you doing? Hey, good morning, David. Doing well today. It's Friday, uh, heading into the weekend. Happy Father's Day to all those fathers out there. Um, and so we're excited. We got family coming into town, so get to see that grandbaby. So we are excited. Oh, that's definitely good news. So happy Father's Day to you. Setting the table for the morning yesterday after the uh, report from the unemployment front was a miss. We weren't overly happy. It was a pretty quiet reaction originally, but as the day progressed, it kind of set on hold and we said, oh, geez. Dow was down 210 points yesterday. The S&P kind of held its own, down a buck 84. NASDAQ actually got a gain, which kind of sort of confuses me. It was up 122 points yesterday. That kind of brings us up to the morning, and uh, we kind of had a rocket-like fall in the Dow and most of the other major indexes overnight. And I'm kind of reading that it looks like the uh, indexes are responding to the uh, gossip out of Washington that the uh, Senate Democrats are putting together a $6 trillion package that they think they're going to be able to put through by a reconciliation, which eliminates the uh, eliminates the uh, the uh, threat of filibuster in the Senate, and they might actually be able to get it through if they can get their own caucus to agree. That's not exactly what Wall Street had in mind, I gather. Definitely not. That is scary. I mean, you think about what's happening right now in the markets, and and I will tell you, Dave, when I first started watching the markets this morning, the Nasdaq was up. I mean, the other two indexes were down. But the Nasdaq was still still trending up. Well, now it's not. All three of them are heading south, um, and, and we're fixing to have the Dow uh, will have its first weekly loss in quite some time. Um, yeah, we're so, looking at like yeah. we're looking at like five separate, five consecutive losing days on the Dow, and that's certainly not what we had in mind. 
Uh, one of the articles that I came up with as I was snooping through looking for news that we wanted to bring to people's attention was an article in Bloomberg this morning, an opinion piece saying investors are slowly but surely getting the idea that the Federal Reserve has cold feet. And that's always scary because our Fed is kind of famous worldwide for waiting too long to react and then overreacting with interest rates and, in this case, bond buying adjustments. And it looks like they might actually be doing that again. Well, it does look that way uh, to a certain degree. I, mean, I was reading an article um, this morning, at, you know, after Bullard did his little rubber chicken speech and circuit on CNBC and stuff. And so, you know, he came out and said that, that the Fed was tilting more hawkish. Um, and when he made that statement, they said the losses accelerated uh, within the indexes. Um, so we've got that. We see, um, you know, the, the prediction of upside inflation forecast, as well as, quote, the Fed chair powers opened the taper discussions this week. So uh, I think all of that combined uh, is putting some pressure on the on the indexes. Yeah, Bullard was kind of interesting in his uh, chat with MSNBC. He was responding as much as anything to the dot plots uh, that came out of the Federal Reserve meeting that indicated uh, two more interest rate hikes and a favoring toward uh, tapering back on the bond buying. Same time, he was saying that, uh, yeah, we're going to tie our tapering to economic outcomes, which basically means we're going to work at, we're going to make our changes after the changes happen, which is once again indication that the Federal Reserve is more reactive than they are proactive, and stock buyers and sellers don't necessarily like that. No, we really would like to see the Fed be a little bit more proactive, um, and let's get in front of some of this stuff so that hopefully it, it limits its, uh, its effect on the markets. Absolutely. And the net result of this whole mess was that about the middle of the night, we went down, yeah, pretty close to 220 points inside of about an hour and a half on the futures on the Dow. And that obviously is not what uh, investors want to see to start the morning out. Any possibility that some of the reports that come out late in the earnings season are going to do any good? Or is there anything on the agenda for next week that might change our mind on the economic front? No, I didn't really look at the economics for next week. Let's cruise real quick. I don't see anything um, you know, on the, on the front until next Friday outside of jobs. Um, next Friday, we have personal income and consumer spending. So that would give us some, uh, some, some effort. Oh, the first GDP number comes out, uh, or the last, I guess, GDP number comes out uh, on Thursday. So that one will be interesting. Meaning we see. basically have about four days to sit on our hands and do absolutely nothing except stew about what the Fed might do. Yeah, because, you know, um, as far as corporate reports, those are going to be minimal. Uh, but we did have this. Before we talk about corporates, let's let's talk a little bit about commodities, Dave, because I oh, think yeah. this may be some decent news. Um, you know, because of the uh, increased value of the dollar rising, and then China has come in and is cracking down on some of the commodity dealers and, uh, and folks in China. And so that's helping uh, the... Uh, the commodities market in terms of what we're thinking. And we want the prices to come down on commodities. And so mm -hmm. just to throw a few numbers out there, lumber through last night was down almost 10% for the week. Um, corn, 
huge. It's, it, it was down over 21% through last night for the week. Soybeans down 15%, hogs down 10%. So I, I think that uh, as a consumer, those are some, some good things. Yeah, and as somebody that grew up in row crop country, I don't really mind seeing us down at five and a half, five seventy-five a bushel. That really isn't even all bad on corn. So, uh, a decrease in the in the rate to the consumer can only be good news. I'd mentioned yesterday that the price of oil had flattened out and started falling, and a large part of that is because with the saber rattling for interest rate changes, uh, the value of the dollar has gone up on the marketplace. So the stuff we buy from overseas is cheaper from our standpoint as well. And we'll see that when we get to the price of oil this morning. That's right. So on the earnings front, Dave, I do have two companies that reported yesterday after the market closed. We had uh, Adobe, you know, the PDF uh, software company. Uh, they beat by 21 cents a share. Revenue topped uh, forecast as well. Uh, they said they gave stronger than expected uh, guidance for the current quarter. And so uh, let's see how they're doing this morning. They're up, actually up... Uh, almost 2.7% this morning and a new 52-week high at this rate. Cool. And then the last one I have for you is Smith & Wesson. Um, they reported better than expected on both profit and sales for this last quarter. They saw sales surge 67% compared to the same quarter a year ago. Um, shipments have jumped 70% compared to overall industry growth of 42%. So uh, some good things happening there with Smith & Wesson, and they're up almost 5% this morning. All righty. Just to advise everybody, the markets are going to be open today, even though it's a quote-unquote federal holiday for Juneteenth Day. By next year, they may change things. But while the federal government was able to basically give everybody the day off, the post office said we can't shut down on 24 hours' notice. And the Stock markets and bond markets basically said the same thing. I kind of take it as being an indication of just how necessary the federal government is that we can declare a federal holiday and 24 hours shut the whole darn government down for a day. What do you think? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's scary to say the least. <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> for the sake of our interaction with the government, getting our mail and trading stocks, things are going to be pretty much normal today. Off day for the blue chips yesterday, slight up day for NASDAQ, 45 minutes before we open after some semi-disturbing news overnight. How are we looking this morning, 45 minutes early, Philip? Dave, I'm seeing a lot of red ink, a lot of red ink out there, uh, to say the least. So we've got the Dow 30 um, down uh, almost nine-tenths of a percent right now. It's a, a little over $284 uh, down. We got the S&P 500 down a, over six-tenths of a percent. That's $28. And then NASDAQ's down a half a percent, over $70. So everything's heading south. Small caps, the big loser today, down 1.2% uh, on, the, on, the, yeah, on the Russell 2000. And the VIX, that's the volatility index, up almost 4% this morning. So, so definitely not a way that I would like to end the week or getting close to the end of the quarter either. So uh, with that, we do have some commodity numbers coming out. We've got uh, silver up about three quarters of a percent, gold up a little over a tenth of a percent. Uh, but those two numbers are down significantly from where they were uh, last week even because gold's down to $1,777 an ounce right now. Uh, from over 18. And then crude oil, it's getting where we like it, Dave. It needs a little bit more to go, but down 1% to $70.31 a barrel right now. 
As we were bumping our nose on 73 earlier in the week, you're darn tootin' we like seeing it going down. Overseas markets, uh, Asia was mixed just a little bit either side of the zero mark this morning at their close. Europe is looking at two days for us of uh, really bad losses, and they're all down. All of the major indexes in Europe are down by 1.4, 1 1.3, 1 1.2% midway through their day, so they're not having a good day either. Philip, it's uh, that time where just the Democrats in Congress talking about doing something Wall Street worries about, or one Wall Street, go one uh, Fed governor hitting the rubber chicken circuit, and all of a sudden things go south. That's not fun if you're only five years away from retirement. Help me find out where the risk is in mine. How do I find you? Dave, give us a call at 863-382-0037. I mean, we've seen a week, especially on the S&P and the Dow, of sliding uh, index prices. And the question is, is this the start of something or are we just doing a normal cycle? You don't know. You need to have the right amount of risk in your portfolio. Again, that's what we do here at Statler Financial. Give us a call, 863-382-0037. And then catch us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. All righty, and back here again on Monday morning on Light FM. Philip, thank you so much. Happy Father's Day, and you have a great weekend, all right? All right, man. You too. I'll talk to you on Monday. Enjoy. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, I want to thank you for joining us today. I appreciate you tuning in every single day. Hey, if you like what we do, please like our page on Facebook and share this with your friends and family. Like us on LinkedIn, all the different places we are. Visit our website. Again, we are on the process of rolling out something new. Uh, for your 401k. So stay tuned for that. If you're on Facebook, like our page there because we will roll it out there uh, when as soon as we get it ready to go. So with that, have a great Father's Day weekend. Take care and I will talk to you again on Monday.